Anyway, go on. Okay, Next question let me ask in you this couple, couple vanity project. Um, <laughs> How did your friends react when you started doing the podcast? Did they all kind of support you? Did they back you up? Or did they turn away from you? Or some of them even found it ridiculous? Or um, all of them supported you? Everyone liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone was up for it, into it. Um, um, some people didn't understand what it meant. Um, like they don't understand. Like a lot of my friends don't understand what I do as an English teacher. They don't in, really appreciate the finer details of it and what goes into it and mm. stuff. And many people in England, if you tell them that you're a TEFL teacher, they just imagine that you're sitting in a room with five little Japanese kids holding up like signs, like green, blue, mm. you know, mm. basic stuff like that. But that's not, obviously not how it is. It's a lot more complex than that um, so yeah generally yeah, everyone was behind me and they supported me with that it's different doing comedy when I said that mm. to my dad that I was going to do stand up he's like oh so you think you're funny then do you you know that's usually the the reaction that people have and uh, oh right so he thinks he's funny now you know um, but with the podcast it's, it's uh, fine it's uh, everyone was interested in it and, and they liked the idea I don't know if they're still interested they're probably like, oh god he's still doing the bloody podcast I think some of my family you know they're like fed up with hearing I just sometimes wonder it. what some of my friends think about this really know? yeah it's just I don't know like do they think it's this is ridiculous or do you, do you think some, so? some of them support me like explicitly I know it about them yes. but it's a little bit strange like if you are friends with someone you won't like I don't know how to say this like uh, huh You won't brown nose or anything like that, you know. You won't like. Oh, you don't need. You to won't like praise, overpraise your friend for something. It's just yeah, because yeah, yeah. you are friends. You're at equal level. Yeah. So you wouldn't do that. Yeah. So I sometimes don't get the feedback from them. I, I just wonder if they think it's ridiculous. The stuff I'm doing is ridiculous, or they just do it because. Why would they think it was ridiculous? I don't know. Maybe they're just being paranoid or something. <laughs> I know what you mean because you, you're kind of putting yourself out there doing yeah. the podcast. You feel exposed a bit, so naturally you worry. I wonder what people think. I hope that they, I hope that they aren't sitting there, thinking, "Oh, check out this asshole and the stuff he says." But not always. It just sometimes comes up. You know, yeah, some, yeah. It's, sometimes happens. No, it's to the me. same for me. That's, that's why I asked you. Like, what, yeah, yeah. It's the yeah. same for me. I often, I sometimes worry about what negative things people must think. But then, you, then I just think, well, it's stupid, stupid thing. To yeah, do, and to if, think if, this really, if people are sitting there listening to me and hating me. Then they why, can why get, do I, I don't care about these people. Yeah, they can get lost, can't they? Exactly. Yeah. Why, why would I bother? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, do you, do you want to ask me some questions? Yeah, too, yeah, yeah. Um, let's, see. let's see. Let's see. In mind. Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> What's your favorite thing about doing a, doing your podcast? What's the thing that you uh, that you live for with doing your podcast? Now put your mic. Put the yeah, okay. Close to you now. Right, so that my listeners can cle- clearly hear me. What's the? Um, uh, 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 okay. All right, yeah, just it's it's more it's more it's more thing, but it's more things. But one thing I didn't mention enough, maybe, is the interaction. I just I just love getting the feedback from the listeners. Yeah, uh, I love interviewing people, my friends. Yeah, just sometimes making them uncomfortable. But yeah. at the at the end, some of them might be happy that they went through this and makes makes them feel good. Yeah, some kind of achievement. I do it with some of my students as well. So. It's kind of sometimes connected. I don't. I know you don't do this, not right? that much. But I, I, I do this sometimes. Yeah. 
Uh, I don't do it when I start teaching someone. I do it later when I get to know the person. I think that's a very good angle that you've got. And not with everyone. I do it with some people. I offer some interviews to people. First of all, whose language level is good enough yeah. for the podcast to say something. Yeah. And uh, what was it, what was it I wanted to say? I don't know. <laughs> got, got lost in my own thoughts. <laughs> I was talking about uh, the, your favorite thing about doing it. So you like interacting with people, yeah, yeah, yeah. interviewing people, and getting comments and correspondence from well, listeners. Yeah. Just ultimately, what keeps me going? Yeah, I wouldn't do it just for myself. You know. Do you find that when you receive an email from a listener before you've read it, you're like very excited, like oh great an email? I don't always receive the, this, these kind of emails. I don't receive so many of them because I don't have such large audience. But when I do receive some emails, it's for example this guy Daniel. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really so pleased when this happens. You, you might have a bad day or something. Yeah. Something is not working out that day. Yeah. And yeah. suddenly I receive an email from a listener. Yes. Who is re- reacting to one of my episodes. It just make, makes me feel warm, warm inside or something. Yeah. I don't know. It's just... That was really nice what you got from Daniel. Yeah. Really, really nice, yeah. nice uh, email. Yeah. So uh, can I just say to your listeners, yeah. to the listeners of uh, Stenex English Podcast, I would just like to, to, to remind everyone how important it is that you do support Zdenek. Send him comments. Send him, like, you know, emails and stuff on Facebook. Honestly, it's going to help him a lot. So he would really appreciate it, and it's going to boost his confidence uh, massively. Okay, thank you very much. Enough of begging. It's not <laughs> begging. I'm not begging. I'm just, I'm no, just I, informing people. I they think, might not realise the importance of it. I think more above... Uh, most than anyone else you know what this, this yeah. is about you, yeah, yeah. you can understand this yeah that's right. the sort of thing that can uh, uh, make a huge difference for example if you record an episode or it, on the on, in the morning of a day in which you plan to record an episode and you receive an email from a listener who says hey I really like what you're doing you're yeah. doing a really good thing and it's uh, it's great keep going then the, re- the podcast that you're going to record that day will be a lot more positive and exactly it'll that's, be filled that's, with more confidence that's, that's a great way to put this that's so exactly what happens to me mm, yeah mm. so um, just realise listeners that you do have an important part to play um, and that's the, it's a, it is an interaction with, an, with, with the, the podcaster so do let us know uh, how, how it is for you because um, it feeds into what we're doing, okay? Even a small thing. You don't, you know, you don't need to write an essay. Exactly. You can just write one line, yeah. and that's enough just to let us know that you're there and that you're, that you're with us. And that maybe just, just if, you, if you, you don't have to praise it or anything, just maybe send me a message what you learned or yeah. whatever, you know? Yeah, like what yeah. It's, um, it, it, it helps. Yes, it does. Yeah. It just, because it kind of... Kind of uh, you, have, you have this sense... No, I'll delete this bit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next question. Let me see. Okay. Um, do you have like a an, an overall aim for for your podcast? Do you, do you have a uh, an objective that you're heading for? I don't think so. I don't. No. No. There are like few few reasons I'm doing this. I need to express myself. I'm doing this because it's helping my English. Yeah. I don't know. It just need to be funny sometimes. I don't know if I'm funny on just, the podcast. I just need to say stupid things. Yeah. Sometimes. Just keep it. Keep people engaged. Yeah. Yeah. Just express know. yourself. I, I wouldn't say there is some some kind of goal. Really. Just, just yeah. Just hope people come along for the ride, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, okay then, let's see. What kind of episode do you enjoy doing the most? What type of episode do you like? I think actually I'm asking the same questions that Guillaume asked you in episode nine, uh, number 70. I think he asked you the same things. So I, sh- I, right, I, I, I'll, I just I'll hope I, I'm not answering in totally different way and I, I have some consistency in my answers. I think you, you know? do. I, think <laughs> I you don't do. know. I, I'm going to think of, a, I'm gonna think of a, a different question after this one, okay? okay. But go on, answer that one. Uh, I just thinking what I answered to Guillaume now. I don't know. Don't worry about that. Just, I just, think the interviews, just interaction with people generally, it's fun, you know. Yeah, interviews. Interviews, yeah. It's when that is a really, a really good topic. Like for me, it's the football. Yeah. And like this was massive opportunity to the World Cup. You did some episodes about it. I so did I. So like World Cup. Uh, there has to be some good topic. Yeah. And if you have good topic, you can even learn, uh, teach some language as well. So I don't know. I like teaching grammar. Like it's strange. I like teaching grammar too. It's good. It's good. It's hard to hard to say, really. Yeah, but interviews are good, aren't they? Do you find that you your interview technique has developed? Yeah, definitely. I definitely learned a couple of things. Yeah, but for me, it's it's more about staying calm and being cool. You know. Yeah. Like, I don't know why, but sometimes I get a little nervous. Yeah. Even when interviewing, not people like you, of course, native speakers or. Luke, you look but uh, even if I interview some students of mine or speakers who are clearly worse than me in English I still do get a bit nervous sometimes really? yeah well it's just, natural just, I don't know if it's natural I just don't want to just don't want to end up saying stupid things on the podcast and then just oh my god yeah but sometimes li- you, I have to listen back to it sometimes you, know? you you want to say stupid things though don't you well, there's there's stupid things and stupid things right, right. Like, you know what I mean, I mean stupid things that you intended to say yeah. and stupid things that happened by mistake yeah. yes I know what you mean it's a kind of control thing um, how alright here's my next question uh, and I'm just thinking of these randomly right now if um, alright okay if there was a sudden zombie outbreak right here in this park right now let's say for example we realise that there are a few people uh, on the other side of the park there like maybe that group of tourists maybe they are zombies I mean they look like zombies the way they're walking around in this park (sighs) you know Mm -hmm. oh Buckingham Palace (laughs) but um, if you realise that zombies were approaching Mm -hmm. what would be your course of action what would you do where would you go like uh one thing is to really experience. One thing is to think about it, and another thing is to really experience it. Yeah. Like there's this tree. Yeah. Uh, it's a thick, massive, massive stump. Yeah. Yes. It's hard to climb on it. It's hard to climb climb yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, and it's just a temporary solution, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. It's just to yeah. climb up the tree. Zombies are gonna still be there unless they turn their attention on, on someone else, right? Well, there's uh, plenty of other people who they could turn their attention on. But I can run. That's mm-hmm. one thing. I don't know how fast zombies are. Well, we don't know if these are running zombies or walking zombies. Let's yeah. say walking zombies. Yeah, walking zombies, it's not, it's not an issue for me. Really. So you would just run away from them? I can them. run, so, yeah. Not, well, I would, I would hope you would run with me, because well, obviously, obviously we don't want the end of Luke's English podcast. All I would, I would need, try to save you too, of course. All I'd need to do is run faster than you, and I think I'd be okay. Well, there are, you too? There, there are more people here, so I think <laughs> I think we would be able to survive. Yeah, I think so. Um, 
Okay, just simply run away, run out of the, the park. That would be the survival of the fittest, Luke. Yes, I think you may win that one because I know that you you keep yourself in good shape. I don't know, but it's not it's not only about us two. There are more people here, so uh, so we just you're still you're still a young guy and you are a guy. So I think you would you would manage to escape yourself. Just, so perhaps we could just team up and make sure that we survive. Yeah, yeah, something and, like that. Uh, I don't know how we could use the power of podcasting. Yeah, this, I've no idea what this guy's saying. Yeah. All right. Okay, mate. Okay, okay. So, uh, just to explain what happened there to the listeners, uh, a uh, gentleman approached uh, from the other side of the park with a bag, a plastic bag with yeah. what looks like old clothes. Okay, hopefully, and it's it, not a bomb. Yeah. Oh, cool. no, don't say that. <laughs> it could be. Uh, anyway, he said, "Oh, just go to, uh, I just go to a restroom. Okay, you watch my bag. I go to a restroom. I don't know where he's from." But uh, he said, basically, oh, I'm going to the toilet. Can you just watch out for my bag? Mm-hmm. So we're now watching out for his... just kind of nodded. And yeah, I was like, yeah, all right, mate. <laughs> so um, if, if that is a bomb in a plastic bag, then... Uh, then it's maybe a worse thing than the zombie attack. Yes, I think so. Um, but why would he put the bomb there? Because it's not exactly uh, going to... I mean, if normally, I think... If why you, would you wrap the bomb in, a, in the... In clothing. In clothing. Because, like, what's going to happen? A T-shirt's going to hit your face at speed. Ah, oh, a T-shirt in the face. No, normally they, they wrap... They just wanted the... to hide it or something. Yeah. Normally they wrap the bomb in... in like, anywhere. Let's not talk about What we bombings. might do is to just, you know, ask someone else to mind it for you. Yeah. So we, we could go and... This go to the restroom. Look after my bomb. I mean, my bag. Yeah. Um, okay, right, my, my next question is, uh, uh, so we've dealt with the zombie situation, we've just ran away, fine. Yeah, um, it's the most natural thing that everyone I think do. it's the common sense thing to yeah. do. Um, my next question for you is, uh, how does it feel to, to meet uh, Luke from Luke's English Podcast? Have we, uh, have we done that already yet on this episode? I don't think so. I don't think so. Well, how obviously it, I'm, I'm really excited, but at the same time it makes me a little bit nervous because really? it's, it's a lot of commitment. It really uh, yeah now that I'm recording yeah I don't think it's commitment like when I meet you just in person without the recording but doing the recording it's a bit of commitment really yeah it's a big commitment how, where's the commitment that you know well, you're committed to uploading it you mean no I'm committed to do it well and just just uh, to manage to, to avoid avoid saying stupid things right know? right okay Some not, not ramble too much and all that and mm. just mm. to be cool so you at least to a reasonable level right bearing so in mind my nervosity level what is your nerv- nervosity level I that's, don't know. that's not I, just, a... I don't know how to rate these things Can on a scale you... of one to ten how nervous are you i mean like what's the okay, okay let's say i've been more nervous in my life what's before. the most nervous you've ever been and let's make that ten no let, let's no, make I, that nine i don't think we should make it ten because you never know what's going to happen true in life so can you remember <sighs> the, the most nervous thing you've ever done? Probably some exam, but I, I didn't tend to be too nervous during yeah. exams, but there might be a time when... It... So you're less nervous than that? Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's not too bad. That's, <laughs> that's, a, that's a manageable amount of, of nerves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, for example, are you physically uh, affected by your nerves? I don't think so. I think I'm fine. It's just uh, when I'm less nervous... 
my language level would be a little bit higher. So it's just one thing I, I'm not happy with, but it's just something I have to go so through. Don't worry about it. Sam. Me being a teacher, I know what this is about because I teach this stuff. You know, yeah. So. so Yeah, I just hope I'm holding it close enough. <laughs> Don't worry, like you might be nervous about the language you're using, but I'm not noticing anything. I mean, I'm not, I'm not paying close. I mean, I'm not at work right now, so I'm not like paying super close attention that's, to that's, to your that's, that's, to your English. That's good. But <laughs> I'm glad for the purpose of what we're doing. It's uh, you're doing great. Yeah, so it's fine. I'm doing great. I'm letting you speak. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but I mean the bits that that you're doing, you're you're doing uh, you're doing great. Well, thank you. And ultimately, much. you are interviewing me, so I suppose you're performing that role. You, if you were doing all the talking, then that would be a problem, wouldn't it? Sometimes happens. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean. Um, uh, okay, so so you feel a little bit nervous, but uh, but generally it's all right, is it? Yeah. I'm I'm okay with this. I'm not angry with myself because I know this is a natural thing. Yeah. To happen. Oh yeah, you shouldn't be angry with yourself. I'm not angry with myself. No, I don't, don't beat myself up. Oh, no, up don't. For it. Yeah, don't beat yourself up. I won't feel too bad after this. Like, oh my god. No, I mean, what kind st- of nonsense did I say on the podcast? You haven't really what done anything wrong. Nonsense did I say to Luke? So it's just gonna be fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, yeah, I know what you mean when you when you like uh, meet someone and you think about what you're going to say and stuff beforehand. Yeah. And then when it actually happens, it doesn't yeah. quite work out the way you wanted actually, it to. Yeah, I actually tried to write some things down, like yeah. what I could say, some even some idioms, but then I just threw it away I, uh, because I, th- I thought it would be ridiculous. You were thinking of some some uh, language that you it could would do. it would make me even more nervous. Yeah. You were thinking of teaching some stuff during the episode. No, I was thinking about even yeah, like insert- I wouldn't call it teaching, but just kind of trying to speak in a normal way to you. <laughs> You know, but <laughs> not to you... sound so much as as a non-native speaker, such such a distant distant person. So you know? were thinking of preparing some some idioms, yeah, just at least a little bit or something, you know. Just... Okay, but then that would have sounded even weirder because you've been like, so then, uh, uh, so oh, hold on a minute, let me just take my exactly. Notes. Because, really, it's yeah. like throwing the cat well, among pe- the some pigeons. People, some people can do this; like they can, they remember a lot of things, but it's just like yeah. But then I forget then, a lot. It, it's obvious then that people are those people are just throwing in idioms just because they know them rather than using them because they fit that particular moment you know i I've, i've met loads of people who do that like learners of english and fair enough you know they're just trying to improve their english but sometimes it's a bit unnatural yeah. when people have learnt a bunch of idioms and they're just using all these idioms it's like whoa 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 mm-hmm. you're just using them to pr- to show that you know them you're yeah, not using yeah. them because they are communicative in that moment so you know don't worry yeah you know you know in your head you know what's what's good uh, and so you just got to but in, o- in order to improve myself in this i really need to use them as much as i can so Yeah, I guess I, so. I would like to support these guys a little bit. Or no, not to support, it's just to... Un- I would like to say that I understand them a little bit. Yes, I know. It's yeah. like... To an extent... To an extent, it's like what you have to do, really, you know. Yeah, I know what you mean. At least a little bit, you know. I can't really comment much on uh, uh, people who are learning English. Because, you know, I should uh, support them. And it's a very complicated thing. You often have to do these things. And also, I mean, I'm... Uh, I'm nowhere near them when it comes to learning a second language. My French is uh, not very good, as Guillaume told you. <laughs> it's true. It's embarrassing. I mean, I'm t- genuinely, deeply ashamed of uh, my level of French because of a number of reasons. Three things, right? First one, look at the state of my hands. 
dirty on the floor here in the park. Um, first thing is that, um, you know, I'm an English teacher and I spend a lot of my time uh, trying to convince people how they should learn English, giving all these advice, bits of advice on how to uh, learn a second language. And then I don't, you know, Hypocr- take my own advice. So I'm, hypoc- hypoc- yeah. I'm a hypocrite. hypocrite. Yeah, I'm a hypocrite. Secondly, um, uh, secondly, I've been living in France for nearly two years now. And so naturally you would assume that after living in a place for two years, I would be fluent in that language. A lot of people uh, would dream of living in England for two years and imagine how it would improve their English. And great, but uh, I'm sorry. I, I think I, this is different because I don't know. you work and you speak English at work. And, yeah. I've and got, how do you speak with your wife? I speak English. Yes, that's, that's it. That's it, Luke. Yes. Like, what do you expect? <laughs> I know, I know, I know the science of it. It's like, I, I know, I know all the science behind clear. it. Uh, I, I understand why. Uh, I'm just speaking uh, for other people mm. who might look at me and and think, "What the hell? You know, you're a hypocrite because you haven't taken your own advice." But uh, my excuses are getting really good now. I mean, my my French is not very good, but my excuses are improving all the time. Um, at least something. Yeah. <laughs> No, I think you are just in a different position, really. You're not, you're not forced to... Yeah. Your motivation is not that sky high, you know. So I, I, I can understand this. Basically, Why would you... I'm able to survive. Obviously, you would love to speak another language. Because the more languages you speak, the more person you are, as yeah. we say in, in my country. I agree with that. But, um, you know, yeah. you need to have some motivation, something that drives you. Yeah. I'm, I'm able to survive in, in English, to be honest, but uh, um, I mean, I don't mean to be too down on myself, you know, to be honest. I speak some French. I don't think uh, it's that bad. Uh, uh, it's pretty bad. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm still pre-intermediate. Like, I'm still I'm A2, A2, like a high-ish A2, A2 level A2. In, in French. Uh, on the European common European framework of language levels, I'm like How do you a know that you upper take any exams Yeah, or, or I, I, t- I took. It? I can feel it, but also um, uh, I took some classes at the uh, Alliance Française, which is like uh, a bit like the British Council for for it's French. A, it seems like you have good pronunciation. I'm not. Uh, it's all right. I, ha- I have. I have. I studied French for just half a year. Okay. Yeah. So not for very long, but. It seems like your pronunciation is good. So yeah, but I'm quite which good. Which aspects of the language? What do I find stru- difficult? You struggle with, yeah. Um, well, some pronunciation is, is is tough. Like some some sounds I can't do, um, like and and you know all these different vowel sounds that we don't have in English. Um, but um, yeah, vocabulary don't have enough vocab. Mm-hmm. Uh, grammar is a nightmare because you've got all these different conjugations you know like uh, he, she, it, they, we and all that stuff they all have different verb endings and um, so I mean in English you've got like you know um, let's say the infinitive form the ing form uh, the past simple form the past participle then you've got like some some verb forms like passive uh, present perfect uh, past perfect and some stuff with modal verbs fine But in French, you've got like each verb has got something like I mean, 50 different versions, and there's masculine and feminine um, nouns, and that affects adjectives and all the other uh, you know determiners and things that go before them. You've got plurals. Plurals go across uh, nouns and adjectives, um, and as I said, all those different conjugations of verb forms. You've also got very complicated uh, pronouns. Uh, um, 
positions of pronouns depending on if it's a transitive or intransitive verb. Sounds like a nightmare, but I'm, I'm afraid this this is what these languages are about. Even my language would be really hard, and is hard. So the potential for error in French seems very high to me, and it's a huge barrier. I've I've heard that the the sort of bell curve of learning French or the, the, the learning curve for French is that it's a big challenge at the beginning and once you get beyond those big hurdles of you know, certain bits of grammar and pronunciation that you can then advance fairly well after that. So it's like difficult at But the beginning. But at the same time, it's with anything you're learning, anything you start learning, anything you take up, you make progress at the beginning, but then it's harder. It's like the plateau. You, right. It's like, it's like harder to see any improvement. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah, even yeah. me in the language. You know, it's like you, if you teach an elementary student, you see the gradual, gradual improvement mm -hmm. fairly well. Yeah. But then, like, if you teach some upper intermediate students, it's like really hard to tell. Yeah. How. See, that's what I, I think that English, the learning curve for English is that obviously it's difficult at the beginning obviously but yeah. um, you can you make, make more progress yeah. um, at, at the beginning um, and then when you get to the intermediate level that's when the challenge really kicks in because there's it's very complicated to push your English up to a, a very advanced level because of all the vocab we have and, and subtleties in indirect language and stuff yeah. like that now uh, French is very difficult right at the start and once you get once you get through the, the fixed rules of grammar and pronunciation then you can sort of make much more progress at that point so the curve is that it's very steep at the beginning and it, it mellows out later on English is a little bit easier at the start and then it, it kicks in there's like probably a, a big curve at the beginning and then it gets easier once you get beyond the, the elementary level and then once you get to the upper intermediate sort of CAE kind of zone then the the, the curve kicks in again So, so I think it's not that difficult to get to an intermediate, like first certificate, like level five uh, on the IELTS scale level of English, really. But then pushing into advanced English is is much harder. Um, yes. So um, my experience of learning French is uh, very very enlightening and very good. I'm really I really enjoyed it. I spent three, no, I spent four weeks. In a, in, a, in a classroom learning French uh, last month as a, as a learner of French with a teacher and everything and classmates and it was brilliant I absolutely loved it three hours every morning and um, it, it you know the shoe was on the other foot as they say I was a student and That's a good it, it was brilliant I, I had such a good time because I was seeing it from the other side you know yeah. I spent so many hours as the teacher in that scenario mm -hmm. and then I, there I was as the student And it was great fun doing that, and, and I also coming back to your roots, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From you a were first the student, of course. Uh, yeah, at, but uh, at, at a university, but not the student as, of language. You know, in a language class, it was okay. almost identical to language right. classes in English that I led as a teacher in English. And I, was, I, I suppose you can even learn something from it as a teacher. Uh, definitely, yeah. I'm, I the, learned loads the of things. Or the way they teach you. I also, the way how the students think and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. The, the motivations of the students yeah. and how important the students are to the uh, general rapport of the, the classroom um, yeah um, and uh, I also learned about the shortcomings of uh, the language classroom and uh, I think this is a, a theme which is going to come up more and more as we move forwards into the future that, that uh, the language classroom as a as a, a Uh, like the group class might 
might not be the best way to learn English in the future. We might find that individual Skype classes or yeah, a, 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 so? a, a broad range of different uh, ways of improving your English, which include things like listening to podcasts, mm-hmm. doing, do, doing do stuff you, online. That might be the future. Do you think this is because some kind of anxiety in the classroom, like some kind of hierarchy? That, is this because some students like get nervous or get stressed or... Um, yeah, it could be that, the, the fact that there's other people watching you. But I think ultimately it's just because the, the um, when you've got 10 people in a classroom, you're, you're getting 10% of, of that class. Um, and so there's a lot of time spent waiting for other people to catch up or catching up yourself. And so it's not necessarily the most efficient way. But Also, you know what I meant? Like when someone, someone might be afraid to say something actually because they are... Uh, yeah, the effect. afraid of what the others might think about them. Yes, yes, I'm that's, sure that. That's what happens to a lot of my students, actually. Mm. And you have some dominant students. Mm. For example, I was always the dominant student. Yeah. But now that I'm a teacher, I can see it from the other side. I put a different shoe on, as you said. Uh, the shoe is on the other foot. Okay, sorry. <laughs> the shoe is on the other foot. <laughs> you might put a different shoe. You see how hard on. it is to learn new idioms. <laughs> yeah, I know. The shoe yeah. is on the other foot. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, now I can see it, that you have to sometimes restrain, is this the right word? Restrain yourself. Constrain. Restrain means hold yourself back. Restrain some of the dominant. Yes. You have to restrain restrain them, some of the more dominant students. Not physically. No, I wouldn't do that because the corporal punishment is now banned. literally holding them back. Like, you can't... <laughs> shut up! No, you can't physically restrain them. No, but you no. can try and try and sort of uh, manage the classroom so the dominant ones, you know, you control them a bit and you try and let the quieter ones speak. Um, but, um, you know, ultimately, it's up to those students, you know. I mean, you, you've got to try and do what you can to make it easier for them. But if they are not willing or able to, to actually take part, then that's their problem, really. They've got to learn. They've got I know, to, but they, it's like... Psycho- psychologists would tell you that they are willing to learn they just can't you know what I mean like, oh yes I see it's like yeah. some, some people are introverted some people are extroverted yes. and different personalities and all that yes uh, you yes. know like yes, I, I teach one student and I, I'm his individual I'm his individual teacher and he's really great like his English has improved massively since mm. I started teaching him mm. But whenever he's among a lot of people, even yes. here in England, he's here in England right yeah. now. His name is Pepson. Yeah. He gets stressed out mm. around a lot of people. Yeah. He just he doesn't want to come across as stupid or say he's very self-conscious. So maybe what, when, when he's along with me, he's he's doing great. You know, like maybe what Pepson needs is is more and more exposure to those group scenarios. So he but can, he doesn't feel comfortable. I know, yeah. You know what I, mean? I know like, he doesn't, but he needs why to... Would we, why would he force him... Because the more he has that exposure, the more he'll be equipped to deal with it. And maybe what he needs to do is try and have like some scenario where he has to speak in front of people and he does it again and again. Mm-hmm. And after doing it lots of times he he realizes that there isn't actually no repercussion that he doesn't suffer uh, as a result in fact the 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 thing that's causing him to suffer is 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 his fear of that scenario rather than the scenario itself 
but it's it's easy for me to say that. It's hard to. I don't. I don't know. I don't it's know. Hard, it's, 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 yes, it's very difficult to it's know diff- how to bring diff- people out of their know, shells. But, yeah. But uh, there are definitely some advantages of taking care of your students like, oh, yeah. in an individual way. Yeah. Looking after your students in this way. Oh, I absolutely agree. But at the same time, you are right that it might not always be like um, natural. It can be a little bit artificial because you often meet people in larger groups and there are social occasions. And, yeah. You know, it's like. I just you should get a bit of everything. I mean, speaking from personal experience, like how to get over your nerves or your f- stage fright in front of other people. From personal experience, like when I started teaching English and I'd never spoken to a room full of people before, um, what what I experienced was that I was incredibly nervous and I was completely um, uh, like uh, sort of disabled by my nerves. And I was rubbish. I was very, very poor as a as a public speaker, um, and it was awful. And I couldn't do it. Uh, but the only way that I improved and got to the sort of more confident place that I'm in now was by exposing myself to it more and more. So it's I coming, just did coming it. out of the yeah, yeah zone. Just, just, just just yeah. doing it. You are you are your only enemy. You have to realize this. Yes, yes, that's right. So that's what I'm. That's what I meant when I said that maybe perhaps on. Uh, what he needs is to try and face that scenario more and more until yeah. he kind of uh, uh, just out of pra- you know just through practice just, yeah. he learns to deal with it. I give Pe- Pepson as one example, but I think there are more, much more, or many more. Oh mm. my god! Yeah, many, many more, more people yeah. like that. Yeah. So yeah, true. Uh, it's, it's it's just one it's very example. Interesting, one, very of, in- one out of many. It's very interesting subject, and I'm uh, I, I'm sure there's lots of literature that's been written written about. Um, uh, about like you know, trying to encourage shy learners yeah. to, to to take part, and yeah. it's it's definitely worth considering because half of our class often is is like that. Um, exactly, maybe even more. It's very interesting. Group yeah. psychology is fascinating yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, I just I just don't want to hold you up, Luke, because I know you are a I busy have, man and have to go now. I think you have to rush to record another episode of the podcast. Maybe or. <laughs> I'm going down South London. I've been staying at my friend's apartment, and he's he's just come back today. So I need to go to give him the key to his own apartment, okay. so he can get into his building. Right. <laughs> and then I'm going to take my bags and stuff, and I'm going to go and stay with my brother and his girlfriend tonight. Mm-hmm. And then uh, tomorrow, uh, I'm going to take a plane back to France. I'm flying from Gatwick Airport mm-hmm. uh, tomorrow, so I need to go now because uh, yeah. I need to meet up with my my good friend so- to give him his keys back. So what I have to do is to thank you for doing this, for thank you for recording this episode. It's, it's been a huge privilege for the podcast and for me personally. It's been a pleasure. And I think all the listeners will enjoy this a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, thank you, Stenik. Thanks very much for having me on your podcast. Well, you're most welcome, Luke. And um, well, what can I say? Just, you know, best of luck. Thank you very nice much. Nice to meet you. <laughs> I'm glad that you came all the way to London so that we could have this conversation. I know that no, I didn't exactly. No, no. I didn't exactly <laughs> come just to record this, but yeah, but let's uh, let's say it was one of the. That's my big head. There. It's gonna be one of the high highlights of the of my trip. Yeah. of course. That's maybe a bit of arrogance there. Just a little uh, bit cocky. Yeah, just, but no, you didn't come here for this. You actually, you're, you've got friends here. You're staying with them. Uh, was, I just maybe just liked to believe that uh, you'd come purely for this purpose. Maybe subconsciously, that's what I expect uh, my <laughs> listeners to do. Travel. I expect everyone to travel half the way around the world, or at least across Europe, just to to have the uh, chance to meet me for a few minutes. I'm joking, of course. Um, it was nice to be on the podcast. Thank you very much. You had the opportunity to see it from the other side. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, was it first time in your life? Or? Uh, no, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. You were this or ears English. I was on all ears English. All ears English. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's finish okay. this. Okay. I don't want to hold you up. Okay. Thank I'm, you again, Luke. You're welcome. And have a good life. <laughs> Thanks. You too. <laughs> bye. All right. Bye. You should do it in Luke's. Bye, 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 bye. I, I did it there's two, di- two different ways. I started by going bye, 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 like that, and now it's like bye, 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 which is meant. Do you understand what that is? That bye, bye, bye. You know that thing. Do you know what that you means? Might have explained it once. All right, I, I forgot. It's meant to be a sort of sound effect. You know the way DJs sort yeah, of yeah, like yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, do that. Fade out. Yeah, that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. I don't know if that comes across, but anyway. I'm going to start walking across yeah, okay, the park let's, now. Let's just say bye. I'd bye. just like to say thank you to Zen, uh, Zdenek for, for bringing me two gifts. I know I can't end episodes of Luke's English Podcast, and you can't now control this one. But okay. I would just like to say thank you, because he just brought me uh, a bottle of uh, Brannick uh, beer, which is a sort of, as he says, a sort of it's stand- like average. It's average. like an average standard average beer, uh, big two-liter plastic yeah, bottle I, I of uh, Czech beer. Thank yeah. you. And also he brought me a bottle of something else. Becherovka. Becherovka. You don't have the h sound in English. H sound, yeah. Okay, Becherovka. Which is a sort of uh, Czech uh, liquor, uh, alcohol. Czech, Czech liquor, 38%. Yeah. So it's quite good, actually. I might open that later on with my brother, yeah. and I'm sure you'll appreciate that. <laughs> thanks very much. Okay, thanks very much. All right. Bye bye. Cheers.